but shit's passing on you. In the fight, make a fight for the love. In the dress, make a dress for the love. No one, no complication. This is a situation. In the dress, make a dress for the love. In the fight, I go fight for the love. Get the money, you don't get it, that's 
some people gonna mess it. If you talk, you know talk, they could say you to talk, make we just stay jolly to go. Fresh 107.9 FM at Belgata. A great morning to you wherever you're listening to us from. Uh, today, Monday, the 8th of November, 2021. Great to know you're there uh, this Monday morning. As your Monday morning started, uh, quite a uh, number no, no of you are listening to us from work, um, your places of business, or your home. So you're somewhere where the speakers are logged on to dial 107.9. Great to have you join us this Monday morning. Uh, good or bad, that's the song that kickstarted things this morning. Uh, Nigerian artist Jay Martins uh, coming together with a couple of his colleagues uh, the defunct group of uh, Peter and Paulo Koye P-Square and Augusta Maya uh, coming together on that song uh, it was a song that um, was enjoyable many years ago still very enjoyable at the moment bet you're enjoying your morning uh, Wale Bakar is my name, great to have you join us welcome to Platform this Monday the first installment of the program uh, coming up after the weekend of the Anambra election that had a lot of talks as regards whether it will hold, whether it will not hold, whether it will be peaceful, whether it will not be, uh, what uh, the level of participation would be. Those were a lot of questions uh, that were asked ahead of the Anambra election. Uh, we got answers on Saturday or we'll again get answers on Tuesday when the supplementary elections go on because um, INEC at the moment has declared the election inconclusive. But uh, there's an idea as to where uh, the pendulum is swinging already. Good morning to you. Wale Bakar is my name. Welcome to Platform this Monday. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM at today, Monday, the 8th of November 2021. Residents in Anambra State added to the polls on Saturday. Some will be adding to the polls on Tuesday, or Anambrarians, as they are called, uh, in that race to decide who will be the successor to Governor Willie Obiano. Uh, the uh, major contenders, of course, uh, were the candidates of the All Progressives Grand Alliance ABGA, the candidate of the People's Democratic Party PDP, the candidate of the All Progressives Congress APC, 
Uh, well, as well as the candidate of the Young People's Party, um, that's the YPP. And um, the numbers are out as far as the 20 of 21 local governments are concerned. One local government, Hihiala local government, uh, will have supplementary elections going there tomorrow, Tuesday. And um, this morning, we're taking a look at the exercise there, especially considering the number of things that were said before uh, the election date and the number of things that transpired on election day and a couple of other issues. We'll be doing all of that this morning. Uh, joining me this morning uh, is uh, Public Affairs Analyst, Riba Mishinka. Together, we'll be doing uh, justice to some of the questions or some of the issues that have been raised uh, from the Anambra gubernatorial election. Uh, but before then, let's um, take a listen to the uh, returning officer for that exercise uh, while she was uh, making the announcement as to uh, what the next line of action would be for INEC. ...and provisions of the Electoral Act, as well as revised regulations and guidelines for the conduct of election issued by the Commission. Supplementary election is indicated for Ihiala local government area. First section 179... Two of the Constitution provides for a candidate to secure both the highest number of vote cast and 25% of vote cast in at least two-thirds of the local government areas of the state to be declared the winner of the governorship election. Therefore, it is important to complete the election in Iyala local government area to make this determination. Section 26 of the Electoral Act envisages the postponement of an election where there is a cogent and verifiable reason to do so, especially threat of breach of the peace. One major reason for not deploying for election in Iyala, local government area on Saturday, 6th November, is due to security threats which led to staffing and transportation constraints, among others. Given the foregoing, it becomes imperative to bring Iyala local government area apart with the other 20 local government areas in this election before we can make a valid declaration or take any further action based on the extant law. Therefore, I, Professor Florence Banku Obi, in my capacity as returning officer for this election, hereby announce the suspension of the process of collection of results and declaration of a winner until the supplementary election is held in the 326 polling units in Iyala local government area of the state. I have conferred with the commission, being the body responsible for fixing the date of the election, and the commission has decided that the supplementary election will take place on Tuesday, 9th November 2021. Therefore, the collection of results shall resume. 
Thereafter. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkuza. Thank you for staying with us. The Chief Returning Officer for the Anambra Bantral Election, Professor Florence, will be uh, speaking uh, at a very early Monday, early this morning. It was about 12.15 a.m. There about uh, that announcement that she made that um, elections, uh, that result, collision, of course, has been concluded in 20 out of 21 local governments. The one local government being Hihiala local government. Uh, where, uh, incidentally, there's a lot at stake. And um, she says that uh, the elections will go on tomorrow, Tuesday. About 326 polling units there in that local government. Uh, that will go on on Tuesday. And then uh, we will uh, get an idea of uh, what to expect uh, in the, as far as the um, elections are concerned. Uh, at the moment... Uh, the candidate of the All Progressive Grand Alliance uh, is edging things. He's actually won in 18 of 20 local government areas uh, decided. Uh, the candidate of the PDP picked up one local government, while the candidate of the YPP uh, picked up another local government. That's uh, Newey North. Uh, the candidate of the YPP, uh, that's Senator Ifanyoba. Oh, by the way, uh, the only lawmaker not from the PDP or the APC in the uh, Red Chamber is uh, one of the candidates. Uh, at the moment, there's a gap of uh, just a little over 51,000 uh, between APGA and uh, the People's Democratic Party. Incidentally, uh, there's enough votes left in Iyala that could uh, change things uh, as we hear. Well, uh, let's um, get to talk about the exercise this morning. Uh, Mr. Ariba Mishoyinka is with me this morning. Good morning, sir. Great to see you again. Good morning, Wally. Good to see you too. Well, um, let's uh, get to it. Uh, your, your first thoughts as far as the exercise generally is concerned, when you put uh, into consideration um, you know, some of the things that were said out of it, the late withdrawal of the IPOB, uh, the uh, militarization of the environment, so to speak, because of the heavy security presence, put together you know, the voter apathy that we've talked about in Anambra uh, you know, customarily before now, when you put all of this together and what you saw on Saturday, what was your first assessment of the exercise? I think by and large, the exercise has been fair enough. Um, the military has come, I mean, the, the security agencies have comported themselves. In all, I give it to them, they've uh, they've done well. Um, though we had issues in some local governments um, where we there were allegations that policemen were intimidating some ad hoc officers of the of INEC, but by and large, over to assess the security level or the cooperation of the security agencies in that election, I'll give them is 70%. I think I'm going to give it to them. And then, uh, except for the issue of the uh, beavers, the biomodial um, voter. Uh, voter accreditation system of the INEC, everything has 
relatively, even uh, I've done well. Charles Soludo complained of he had to use voting um, all through Saturday for many hours, for over seven hours, and he waited, but he could vote on Sunday. And by he, after all, he commended them that I think it was he voted eventually on Saturday. Uh, no, no, later it, Saturday it was, evening. Was it Saturday evening? Mm. Yes. Okay. Uh, that was that was my that was I've been after the INEC because there was a time okay. INEC said they want to do update of that okay. Beavers machine mm. for them to be able to accommodate the agitations of others people that that feel they are they have been disenfranchised from from exercising their franchise. So he's, he's, I think INEC up their game. Um, what I will always say going forward is that if we have new technology that we want to put into elections, there should always be a dry run. Like um, the, the Minister of um, Labor just mentioned, uh, we had this news this morning, yes, that, that there, should, there should be a dry run of, or, or test run of the equipment we're going to use. Because Nigeria, we have our peculiarities with network technology. It can be crazy at times. So when you want to uh, uh, bring, in, bring up, bring up machines or technology-based devices, we should test run it. It is important for INEC going forward into the into the AKT and um and Australian elections next year and the 2023 election, we should the INEC should up their game in, in that regard. But by and large overall, for voter party, yes, voter party is still there. Um Adam Bryce done for voter party. Even the previous elections we uh, uh, we've had issues of voter party. Uh, as a, for this election we had the fact that Adoc officers got to the polling units as at from as early as 8 30, 8 a.m. Voters not people did people and number of citizens did not come out to vote until around 11 past 11. That shows the scare, the people are scared. Fear is still there. Uh, you know, the the IPOB threats and everything, they are unsure. They don't trust the, the Anambra people don't do not trust the security level as it were. Because we saw what happened. INEC offices were burnt prior to the elections. Uh, people's houses were burnt. So people don't trust if the government is saying if, or if the IPOB is saying we are canceling the statute murder and the government is saying go out to vote, exercise your franchise franchise, they don't really want to, they are not sure of what will happen. So they want to look at Let's let's see what happens. You go out first, uh, and let's see what happens before others uh, uh, follow. I think probably that's what happened. But by and large, voter party is poor. It's still there. Voter party is highly is, is present, highly present there. But in terms of security and um, INEX preparation for that election, I give it to them. Because uh, uh, the uh, just as you mentioned, uh, the the issue of uh, the bimodal verification. Uh, voter accreditation system uh, given a couple of issues incidentally there were a number of places where it went on and worked just fine because mm-hmm. INEC was saying uh, late Saturday evening uh, that they were going to investigate how it is that it worked in some places without itches but then mm-hmm. other places uh, there were a lot of troubles but as far as um, voter apathy is concerned can, can we say that yes we, we've spoken about uh, our people do not come up naturally in our elections. Uh, I've heard some people say Anambra is worse uh, compared to a lot of other places. But when you look at the numbers uh, that were churned out on Saturday, you, you'd find places where there were, say, 127,000 there about registered voters. Mm-hmm. A number of those accredited turned out to be about 23,000. Mm-hmm. There was a place where over 100,000 were registered and there were just about 9,000. Uh, you know that that that, that got accredited. I, I was doing the maths. You know, late yesterday into this morning, in places you could find eleven percent voter. You know, uh, turnout six percent in some places, mm. as low as five in some places. Can can we say the situation was particularly exacerbated by the um, uh, the late withdrawal of the seat at home and maybe the over you know pre- the overly uh, 
over presence of security officials? Uh, naturally, Anambra is, is a business-minded state. Elections is not their tough. Because even from analysts, from people that are civil society organizations who have been analyzing the election, even before the election day, we've had instances where people came on board to say, this is not about um, coming out to vote. It's not about voter. Anambra people, don't, they, they care more about their businesses. And these are people that their business have been affected by the statue murder before the election. Mm. So if you are, you are just coming out to say, yes, we are canceling it, they, 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 don't, they don't feel happy. They don't feel happy. It shows that the, gov- the, the government of the day in, um, uh, in Anambra hasn't factored them in into the, the affairs because if the issue of IPOB is not something they, 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 that, 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 that's just today. The home. So what has the government been doing before now, before the election? Is it when things that have to do with the elites, with the political class that you now see, you want, the, the, the IPOB now says we want to cancel citadel order. What about schools that were affected? Why writing of WIAC was affected because of the statum order in Anambra State. So things like that could have led to the apathy. It's not about the fact that they sit at home order. Or, people naturally feel that these are business have been affected prior to the election. Mm-hmm. Now election is coming that will favor a certain group of people. And you are say, casting oh, statum. Will, will, will you favor a certain group of people? Isn't, isn't it about everybody? Let me, let, me, let me tell you, let me make it clear. There is not about everybody. You come out to vote. You only vote, but those who benefit more from the elections are the political class, mm. not the people. Well, let's be realistic. Not the people. It's the political class. Who, who, if 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 any of the candidates win in the end, he thinks about himself first before even attending to the people. And this the the, the livelihood of the people have been affected for days, for months because of Sister Tomoda. The destiny of some children they were unable to write mathematics exam because of Sister Tomoda. These are issues. And now, election came, 24 hours to die election, or 40 hours to die election, you said we are canceling at home. That means something must have happened between the political class yeah, and IPOB, allegedly now. Okay, because I'm not, I, I'm because not, I can't I, substantiate it. Because I was going to say, was, wasn't that the prayer that the IPOB should come out and cancel that, that order? Is the prayer of some people because some, some individuals, even mm. even the general public, felt that with the Sidato mother mm. existing mm. and the level of security uh, presence that it could get violent. So mm. by cancelling it, some felt uh, it was um, maybe maybe it was even the reason we were able to get a few you know this percentage of people that came out to be a part of the exercise. Look, I I knew that 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 Sidato mother would be cancelled since the time William Abena went to see President Muhammad Buhari. He expressed his readiness because probably because of what Malami said that a civil administrator will be appointed, and the fear that ah, I can't allow my state to be governed by the The implication is that you vacate the office while a civil administrator takes over. Mm. So the government, the governor, Willie Obiano, must have done a lot. So you're Go- saying the political class found a way? Yes, to, to sure resolve it. Yes. Okay. So it is. It is that I'm saying. It's favoring. It will favor some. It, it has only favored some class of the political class. At the expense of the masses, some missed the exam, some students missed the exam, some businesses were lost. We had issues of shootings, businesses were lost. So why should it be proud to the election? You now tell me, okay, we've cancelled that. You want me to now gladly come out to vote when I'm not even sure of my safety because my safety was not sure before the election. And now the election came, you are telling me to come and vote. Am I even, do I even trust the governor enough to take charge of my safety? These are issues that might have led to the to the to the to the level of level party party. in a state that we have about 2.5 million registered registered voters. Look at these scores. We've had only 200,000 vote casts. 
over relatively over two hundred thousand vote cast in two among within two in two point five million. That's a lot. That's about one point one one point seven or one or one or one point nine people that have been that, that didn't come out to vote. It tells a lot mm. going forward. It tells a lot. Well, um, we'll, we'll take a very quick pause. Uh, the um, civil society organisations that monitored the elections uh, pointed out the issues of. Um, uh, widespread vote buying that were witnessed in a lot of places. Uh, interestingly, the police commissioner, Echeng Echeng, was speaking earlier on Saturday saying uh, officers had been instructed to uh, clamp down all forms of electoral crimes, including vote buying, saying people had the opportunity to report it to the police and all of that. Mm. But according to a lot of uh, observers, uh, they say uh, that was uh, something that characterized the election. Uh, on Saturday. Well, well, we'll take a quick pause and uh, return in a moment to get into all of that. Facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. That's where you join us live on Facebook. Drop your contributions there. Share the videos. We'll be glad to hear from you. We'll definitely still talk to you about the phone lines in a bit, but don't go anywhere, please. Star 555 star pin ash. Star 555 star pin ash. Oh, Shankele number two, but about when you know, star 555 star pin ash. Lati by Lopomefa way with Obara, so you point by the Soroy Telire. Jack Banyo Gonu Mefa Naira, if a family less like I say, Lori Bobo Wake will not go to Naira to Obara. Airtel, the smartphone network. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria, select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates, the Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. to mar the quality of the election outcome has been the widely reported failure of the bimodal voter accreditation system BIVAS across numerous polling units in the state. In several cases, the BIVAS failed to voters' faces and fingerprints, and those affected were asked to wait until the challenge was resolved. CDD's EAC observers also reported malfunctioning of the BIVAS in Ayamalum LGA with three polling units affected. The wider security atmosphere leading up to the polls has likely impacted annex preparedness, particularly its capacity to train ad hoc staff on the use of the BIVAS technology. In some polling units, annex officials resorted to the manual methods of accreditation and voting. This was observed in Oka South, Oka North, Idimili North, Idimili South, and Anambra West. We have also noted widespread incidences of vote buying that will likely negatively impact the credibility of the election result. CDD observers reported numerous not-so-discreet cases of see and buy in polling units across the 21 LGAs of the state.
Thank you for staying with us. Still platform this Monday on Fresh 107.9 FM. We've been uh, talking about the um, election in Anambra State that started on Saturday. will be concluded tomorrow, all things being equal, uh, with the supplementary election going on in uh, Hihiala local government area tomorrow, Tuesday, as announced uh, by the chief returning officer for the election, Professor Florence, will be uh, earlier today. Uh, I've been speaking with the Ribba Mishu and Kai together. I've been taking a look at some of the things that have come up from the election. Uh, just now, you listen to the um, director of research for the Center for Democracy and Development, CDD. Uh, that's Said Husseini, uh, who was you know, talking about their uh, impression or their, you know, their evaluation of the exercise uh, over the weekend. And... You know, he mentioned the issue of vote buying. Now, what is particularly worrying is what he calls uh, the not-so-discreet vote buying. Uh, before now, what we would see is, you know, vote buying in secrecy. But now, mm. uh, it's so open. And he's saying uh, on Saturday, it was, it was very open with security operatives looking the other way. Uh, like, as I mentioned earlier, the Commissioner of Police had said it was something security operatives had been instructed to report or clamp down on because it was an electoral crime. But it just went on unabated on um, Saturday from reports that we got. Mm. The, the see and buy issue. This, he said see and buy. So uh, you just show me and you get money. You, you, the police will look away because the security challenge is still there. Even the security guys, but let, let, me, let me start from it. Vote, vote buying is, is no issue in Nigeria. In the, in the political um, landscape of Nigeria, it has become a norm. Seemingly, it has become a norm. Because there's no election, even up to local government election, you do vote buying. People sell their votes for probably some little stipends or whatever, or some food. And it will still be if, there are, if poverty still exists within the land. Vote buying will not cease. That's my own position. Mm. So far, poverty, so far, some, 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 the government is still making, impoverishing some people, or the impoverishing the people as it were, or some well to do. Are still impoverishing some section of the of the country. Vote buying will not cease because poverty will still exist. So vote buying will be continue to be a norm in Nigeria. It cannot be eradicated. That's become a part of it. So the security agencies looking away, they they, they they fear for their lives too. You you have to tread cautiously in a, in, a, in a situation in a, in, a, in Nigeria where security people's life does not work does not worth anything now. And these security men and women also have families belong to some families. We saw what happened during the NSAS issue. That's still there. The IPOB issue. Policemen, before the election, we had shootings. People, Policemen were killed. So they also will be careful not to trespass, as it were, and to tread cautiously. Because that's what they would do. They wouldn't want to. So if the, the, if the commissioner said, yeah, we have them to report it and all of that, he will say that for the press, for the so media can to we, listen can to. We, can we then say we're in a very hopeless situation because... Uh, if the security operatives are the ones that should flag this mm. and you know should uh, pick up anyone caught doing it, and you say uh, they're looking away because mm. of uh, some of these things that you mentioned, then uh, can we say the situation is just so helpless? I mean, what the, what the percentage of a policeman to a citizen of the country? Average, maybe one, I don't know, but roughly one one about one policeman to let's say ten people. But when an election. Uh, the, the dynamics are different. Over 32,000 security personnel were sent there. But they don't, you, you don't have 32,000 security personnel in, in the place. You had an average of two or three policemen in the polling booths. Mm. So and there will be other issues. 
ballot box snatching is an issue that they also want to see. So if you are voting, if you are, if you are selling your vote, you are doing it at your own peril. You suffer for it in the next four years. That's what the police have just said. That's the body language of the policemen. You, if you sell your vote, you suffer for it for the next four years. If you don't sell it, then you you read. The, some of us that didn't sell our vote in 20, 2019, we don't care. We, we, it doesn't bother us if the government is performing or not. <laughs> so we don't. We just wait for another election to assess our franchise and send them out. That's what we are waiting for. So if you didn't sell your vote, wait to another election and send the person out. But if you sold your vote, you have done that at your own peril. You won't want you, you won't want a security officer to come and put his or her own life at risk. What who, who knows what will happen if he tries to arrest you? What if you call your what if the person allegedly becomes belongs to is a member of IPOB or ESN? So they want to tread cautiously. You they are, they, are, they belong to families too. They they have family members too. So and you only have one or two policemen to a polling unit. So you, you don't expect them to do much. So if they look away, well, fine. The observers that saw them, what's the, what's the work of the observers? Did they report? We should also ask questions too. Observers are not there to just come and observe and come and tell the media, this is what we saw. What were the steps taken by those observers? Did you report? When you saw it, who did you report to? Did you call the commissioner of police? Did you try to arrest? There will be, at least there will be more than three observers in the place, in the police unit. Did you arrest the person selling the, who is the, what party does the person belong to? Let us have information. You can't tell me someone is doing vote buying. Which party is doing the vote buying? Tell us. Did, did they mention in that report? No. So observers, you know, just come to and come and make statements and come and impress the media. We, we don't need to be impressed. Tell us which party is involved in that vote buying. Who are those that are selling their vote? Who were, did you make reports on it? Did you report to the policemen? Okay. Did you arrest anyone there? Yes, very valid questions. But when when you look at the uh, magnitude of this election compared to what we've seen so far, the number of people uh, you know that participated, can can we say it's been a, a test per se for INEC? Uh, because a lot of people were hoping that this was going to be a major test ahead of you know, uh, the uh, upcoming elections, the one in Ekiti, the one in Oshu, and most importantly, the, the 2023 general elections. Uh, can, can we, because of, you know, the realities of this exercise, can we say that this has been uh, that kind of test for INEC per se? Yes, it's a test. Because I'm, I'm waiting for the outcome of this election and see what the federal government, the APC-led government at the centre will say. And then we we'll look at what the presidency will say. We we'll look at what lawmakers in the Senate will say. You know, prior to this election, we had issues of the electronic transmission of results. That was an issue. The Senate didn't want to approve it. They didn't even they did they discarded it. Yeah. And we knew what the the the, the INEC chairman, national chairman, he fought to nail to say we are ready. We can use employ te- employ technology in our elections and go far with it. So if with this Bivas issue, it's just one out of maybe issues that we want to lay claim to, to say we are not ready for electronic transmission of results or technology should not be used in our, in our elections. I'm waiting for Senate to say something like that and which is expected. They will want to say it, particularly is a is an APC-dominated Senate. Mm-hmm. So you should, uh, and if the APC candidate eventually loses this election, we want to, I'm looking for, waiting for the election. So I wouldn't want to make claims, but by and large, it will be a, it's a test for, for INEC going forward. Every issue that will cause chaos Especially these beavers, if you're going to employ it in the kitty and on the larger scene in 2023, make sure you make sure it is it is it is it is working well. We can't have issues of 
uh, by election, um, 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 what's it called? What do you call it? All these elections spinning over to another two mm. days or three days mm. because of beavers. It's people, people get tired and get frustrated. So well, these are issues they should fix going for. It's a test for them. Although, although in Libya, they, they didn't necessarily say it was beavers. Uh, the chief of the said security issues. Yeah, but, they, they um, couldn't get to the place, mm. and so those are. So what are the, what are the things that what was the those things that made them not get to the place? We understand that some transporters bagged out. Before the, I think, why right, they were transporting issues, they said they were not interested again. Having collected 50% of front of their money. That's what the, 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 the I think the, the wreck in Anambra told media men. I, I watched it on TV on, on Saturday. Saturday. Yes. And they said they backed out, the transporters backed out before, uh, even after they've collected 50%. So, mm. what are those, why did they back out? Who are those transporters? Are they independent? Are they loyalists of the government? And these are NURTW guys. These are people that NURTW in any state is loyal to the governor. Is loyal to the governor. Probably my own thinking, I'm not saying this is general thing, my own view of it is that probably IALA belongs to is a stronghold of, a, of an opposition party that is not in power in a number of states. Just my own random thoughts. Yes, my own random thoughts. So it, it must be if, if probably something, something is fishy. Because why would some people back out? When they've collected fifty percent, I said we can't transport materials, we can't transport adult of other adult staff to here that you can conduct elections. What these are things we should investigate. If INEC is going to use transporters, they should make sure they are independent transporters that they can vouch for. Test how independent are they? If you are using you shouldn't use NRTW. If you have to use NRTW, probably NRTW from a neighboring states will suffice in that regard. That's my own view. Of it going forward, so issue of uh, no election, it shouldn't arise in 2023 election. It shouldn't arise in Oshun or Ekiti election because it will smear the integrity of INEC. People, yeah, they are, they are having the people have confidence in them now that they can do better, and I think Nigerians having belief in INEC. But if they continue like this, usually we don't have elections on places because of transportation and uh, we couldn't reach from some flimsy excuses. Then they are to really smear their integrity. Oh well, the um, lot of uh, uh, you know uh, pundits have been uh, taking a look at the current uh, numbers uh, that have been uh, reported already, and uh, they are also looking at the votes that are there, uh, mm-hmm. waiting to be you know claimed by various candidates uh, in uh, Hihiala local government. Interestingly, there are. One hundred and forty-eight thousand four hundred and seven registered. It's a large local government. I saw it this morning. I was so surprised. But but when we look at you know what the trajectory has been or mm. was on Saturday, uh, in places where you had one twenty thousand, just about nineteen thousand came out to vote. So if if we look at what that was, uh, you could say that. Uh, maybe a little under 40,000 of the 148,000 would come out to vote. That is, if we look at the figures, mm. you know, if we do the stats and the maths. But uh, with with politicians, you just really never can tell. They have that uh, rallying factor. They have that ability to just, you know, get people and mobilize mm. them, mm. you know, to, to, to be a part of, uh, you know, and uh, to, to all of a sudden have this resurgence and in interest in the election. And, and for some people, they're looking at it and saying, it's a tough work for INEC on Tuesday because uh, the, all of the attention will be there. There's no telling, you know, what could happen there mm-hmm. uh, in India, in Hiala on Tuesday. The, the, nothing will happen. Nothing negative will happen because all the policemen in that place will be drafted to Hiala now. Mm. So all eyes are on Hiala. 
security agencies will be loaded in that place. So there, there won't be any. There should there should be any fear of some sort. The only issue is is the fact that we don't know whose stronghold is it. I I don't know who has that place because we understand that even Andy Uba of APC lost in his own local government. Um, Ozigbo, Valentina Ozigbo. They, they all came. Uh, three of them come from the same local government, which was claimed by uh, by Soludo. Uh, Soludo yes. Mm. So they, they they lost in their local government. So we don't know whose stronghold is that. And this is a, this is an election where we, you know, is a Tuesday. Those that will come out to vote are probably loyalists of some political parties. Like we, I saw all over the internet, and it's been a matter of joke now that for APC, APC is a, is third now, third in that in that race. With all the we understand that. During the primaries, over 200,000 people came to vote. So that, I'm taking, I want to take it from the point of the fact that you said politicians with their peculiarities, over 200,000 came to vote for at the primaries for Andy Uber. We are just politicians now. Why has it not garnered 200,000 votes? Mm. So, you don't, anything can happen. In politics, it's a game of number and it's a, you have to be popular. It's a, it's a function of popularity. It's not a function of the fact that you belong to, the, your party is at the center. How grassroots are you? All politics are local. If someone has done his own local assignment, I can be we can be sitting in the same room and I tell you I vote for you. And on the election day, I vote for someone else. Mm. It's my ideology, it's my belief. But so if the politicians tomorrow or whoever will vote say, okay, this is this person, this is my stronghold. The person who has the stronghold of Yela should not believe in himself because it can sway, the votes can sway in the favor. Of his, oppo- of, of his opponents. Uh, inter- interestingly, there's also the other calculation of um, even if it turns out that um, either of the APC or the PDP get the required numbers to overtake uh, Charles Soludo of Abga mm. in Hiala local government, there will then be the issue of have they got in 25% in 14 local government, government. areas? Mm. That's two thirds. Uh, For now, uh, I think Abga has uh, gotten two thirds uh, of, uh, and it appears uh, mm. even if they overtake mm. the APC and PDP, might not get it. Get so it. we might be mm. talking about a runoff uh, between you know whoever is that candidate that, and mm. uh, so the eventually. So uh, it, it just tells us there's a lot more twists that could happen, but uh, some people uh, just look at it and say, well, it might just be easy and uh, mm. the, the victory for Abga will just be wrapped up tomorrow. Mm, tomorrow, yeah. Uh, but we'd have to. Uh, wait and see, uh, you know, how it goes. Uh, tomorrow the night, okay, so that's when the uh, the uh, sub- the election will go on in Iliala. And it's, it's just very interesting, the figures uh, that have been churning so far. It will take a major miracle to see the vast majority of the 148,000 there about registered voters in Yala coming out tomorrow. I don't see it. The highest that will come out is 50,000 plus. Highest. Because look look at it. What can what happen on Saturday? <laughs> look at his Highest, 50,000. And, 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 you know, th- this appears to be uh, the, the very crucial time for INEX um, voter accreditation to be at its very best because there would be all sorts of tricks that will be pulled out in ELA. So it's very crucial for INEC to have the motor accreditation very, uh, you know, get it in right. their A game. Yeah, tomorrow. because even uh, because on even on Saturday, some people got frustrated and went back home. Mm. These are things that might have led to the low voting uh, voter turnout. People got frustrated, waited for us, went back home. If I were to, I would do the same. I can't stay under the sun, sun for some for a position that doesn't even know me. But I'm only trying to exercise my future as a good citizen. And now I couldn't vote. And INEC disenfranchised me, as, sort of, by not coming or probably having issues with their own uh, recreation problem. Mm. And I go back home. So these are 
things ILEC should fix ahead of tomorrow's election, they can't afford to give excuses. Because these are what, for now, even the APC, the APC in Anambra State is already saying that it has, it was, that election has been rigged. I saw a press statement this morning that it has been rigged by Willie O'Brien and Charles Oludo and that they won't take it. They would, uh, because Anambra belongs, the Anambra people wanted to vote for Andy Uba and all of, and all of the making, so, you know, politicians, politicians can be funny. When they come up with all these claims, you can't trust, I don't trust politicians. So, you, you can't really trust them. So, when they come up with these claims, what INEX should do is to make sure that they don't give room for all these um, talks, unnecessary talk, because it will come. Mm-hmm. So, let us get our accreditation rights. So, INEX should get his accreditation rights tomorrow, and then let the people decide who they want to want them to rule for them for the next four years in the number of states. Because, uh, uh, as you mentioned, the APC chairman in the state, uh, Mr. Basil HDK, uh, is called for the cancellation of the uh, yet to be concluded governorship mm-hmm. election in the state. In a statement on Sunday night in Oka, he accused the All Progressive Grand Alliance of rigging the election in connivance with corrupt minded INEC mm-hmm. officials. He said, What is happening in Anambra is never an election. Uh, but big-time electoral fraud and malpractice. We want the whole world to hear a voice that will never accept the outcome of the Anambra gubernatorial elections. So what should the PDP uh, well, be saying then? <laughs> this is every day is number three. Well, the, the avenues oh, are there. The avenues are there. Whatever your opinion, whatever you're feeling about it, the courts the are, courts there, are there. The courts are there. They should know, go. So always, mm. uh, you know, waiting wait and... Um, We'll see how it goes eventually. I, I, uh-huh. I want to also want to give it to um, the president for not interfering. Well, you know, it, everybody feels this federal might issue. Uh, we will always play out, and I think I want to give it to uh, President Muhammadu Buhari or the, the, the national, um, the, the presidency for not interfering in that election. The people have come out to vote their choice. That's what they feel. If there are issues of, if the APC feels there are issues of rigging or electoral fraud, they should, just like you said, they should approach the courts to, to settle their issues. All right, um, let's um, attempt to get some thoughts from you this morning, if we can. Uh, many thanks to a number of you who've joined us live on Facebook and uh, shared the videos. Uh, the numbers are 0815 Appears that's the only line for now. 0815 Good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you Good morning, from? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Am I busy for the guest? Yeah, good morning. Uh, I think uh, the Anambra election, I next need to be to step up there again. People that have been complaining of the uh, the usual usage of uh, technology, DCA and the rest, that have been technical for now, efficiency they have. So I next to ensure that there is a efficiency in time of the usage of all these uh, technology so that this is not. And with the uh, what is happening, I doubt it. I will be very frank if they can rise to become president of Nigeria. But if they not not take that talk and be declaring non stick at home and they will be about obeying at home, not take that talk indeed. I don't order the people in Nigeria that can do such because the apathy we have witnessed that was witnessed in the Yanamba. We know that ordinarily they are normally a party uh, during the election all time. But this is a party. We're beginning to struggle uh, to hear you, but we got the bulk of your point. Thank you very much. Uh, 0815 432 1079. 0815 
432 uh, That's the number to call to talk to us via uh, this uh, morning. Hello, good morning. Quickly, please. What's your name? Where are you calling Hello, from? Hello, good morning, um, Mr. Wale. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, yeah my name is Polai Bolao from Michigan. Yeah, I want to have my take on the record uh, that you guys are, you know, taking. Uh, it's funny that uh, the Anambra election has been a kind of a test spring for Aine. Or there for uh, 432 That's the number to call to talk to us via. Uh, still a couple of minutes before we wrap things up this morning, so we'll be glad to hear from you. Uh, Mr. Shrinka, let's uh, very quickly, uh, you know, the uh, beaver system that, you know, caused a lot of issues. Uh, I, I, I was uh, reading a piece about how, you know, it was uh, very late into the old, um, to the election that Anik revealed that there was such uh, arrangement. Uh, I think it was just a couple of days mm. during the one of the meetings uh, with uh, stakeholders mm. that mm. the Anik revealed it. Uh, the uh, Minister of Employment, as you mentioned, Dr. Chris Ngige, who is a former governor of Anambra, uh, has he ever gotten his second term, by the way? I th- I think no, I think he served only he a served term. one term. He yeah. contested and lost. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, lost. Uh, and, and he was know, compensated. Yes. He, he also suggested this idea of having a dry run uh, and mm-hmm. all of that. Uh, so is that that's something we're, we're talking about when, when you say dry run could you can we get the numbers uh, you know we're talking about apathy during a real election yes, mm-hmm. uh, can we get people that are interested in you know, a dry run I, I think technology is, is the numbers needed yeah I think the, I, I don't know the kind of dry run he's seen mm-hmm. but my own kind of dry run that I'm seeing or test run of that that beaver's machine is that there are elections probably local government elections um, um, these by elections of uh, lawmakers probably that are dead or something, and someone just fill the fill a vacant position. And they can deploy these things. And again, or software updates. Mm-hmm. This beavers tries on software. Mm-hmm. Someone built the software because the record telling us that they will make sure that the, the software will they will go back to their database to see what they can to update or upgrade the software mm-hmm. of that beavers. So these are things probably they should. Who are those in terms of software development for INEC? Those people can't even show up, they, up, up their game in, in, while doing elections like this because you can't deploy technology. And this is a time where the, the lawmakers are saying they are afraid of technology because rigging is a part of Nigeria politics. So the best way to re- minimize, not remove completely now, to minimize rigging is this Beavers. Beavers does what he does is that look, look at your face. If your card, if you can't see a picture of your card. 
you have your card reader, you have your Vogelas card, then your pictures, it, 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 you, they, they take your picture and compare it to what is there. Just to have a, a facial recognition of what that's what they told women not to wear makeups when it comes to that election that day. So your face, all of these things are issues they want to they want to make sure these these things captures or, or just to avoid double voting or, or, or rigging as it were. So if they are doing if what Igge is saying is that before you deploy equipment such as um these beavers, let us have it tested probably in an election, prior to a bigger election. But you are afraid of the numbers. Yes, the, we don't. The, it's not a function of number. It's a function of will this thing effectively work? If you have an election, a local government election, you have at least twenty people or hundred thousand people coming out to vote in a, in a local government election. So, hundred thousand people is enough to test run. Or, it's like a pilot study, just maybe, to test run what you want to do. Or maybe we can have mock elections in maybe like, maybe schools, maybe you know, no, no, some uh, places just to just to make see, sure. We're yeah, but I think local government elections they can. Well, I like the national INEC can work with states break okay. states electoral, electoral, commission. Com, uh, electoral commission to see how the beavers the, to have them test run the beavers. Mm. These are, for example, the state government election. If they had such plan for this number, they have sent it to Ogu State for us to see to test it first. Mm. Not that we will see people will not still feel the incident form, which is always always enough. But at least to so to a large extent, you have a, a a kind of understanding of how this thing will work for a bigger election all right um we'll leave you there this uh, morning uh, the uh, wait continues as to who will succeed the governor willie obiano at the moment uh, 20 local governments collated 18 of them uh, to the all progressives grand alliance which is uh, the incumbent party the party of the governor uh, the previous governor peter Obi was also from that party although he's since moved to the pdp, PDP yeah. and then uh, there's the pdp uh, with one of the local governments then uh, the ypp mm. uh, the apc uh, they haven't uh, gotten any local government but uh the no votes tomorrow in Ihiala local government area to uh, really uh, uh cause uh, an upset as far as that election uh, is uh, concerned. We'd have to wait and see how things go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as uh, the moment is concerned, um, that's as much as we'll do. Many thanks to you, Yerba Amshirinka, for joining us this morning. Thank, Thank you for your you. views. Thank you. For we'll see how it goes tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, in our number. Uh, that's the program this morning. Trust us to keep you up to speed as regards uh, the developments in Anambra. Uh, the platform returns Wednesday. God willing. Wally Bakar is my name. Have a blessed week. Enjoy your Monday. Good morning. Professionalism nurtured by experience. From the Rock City of Nigeria, Rock Rock City of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria, select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Oakrest. 
Hi, I'm Ozzy Uma, and I'm always tuned in to my favorite radio station. Fresh. Look what I brought for you. We will stop at nothing until every child, no matter where they live, no matter their religion or class, identity or gender, until every girl can go to school. We raise our hands for education. Of heights. Oh. So raise your 